It just doesn't feel like summer without an ice-cold Coca-Cola in your hand. Stop by your local convenience store today and grab a 20-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Or pick up even more delicious refreshment with a 20-ounce bottle of Diet Coke, Sprite, or Fanta. So no matter how you soak in that summer sun, at home or on the go, grab an ice-cold Coca-Cola today and enjoy. the devil are you hopefully good okay so we just got back from the uh ufo truth magazine uh, conference, conference 2017 in home yes uh, pretty decent wasn't it we only went down on the saturday didn't we yeah just for uh, a day yeah. but you know even that was just great we had um, uh, andrew johnson was amazing yeah, Kathleen yeah. Madden, yeah. who you know was the granddaughter of the Betty and Barney Hill, you know, obviously the abduction case yeah. that most people will be familiar with. Uh, she's actually a really good speaker, so if mm. you get a chance to see her, it's definitely worth it. Um But then uh, you fell on your feet, didn't you? You met uh met yeah, Larry. I met Larry Warren and uh, yeah, you know, I've mentioned on this show before and the show that we did on uh, Hillbilly Horror Stories. He was a character, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, because we did I mean obviously we did a show on there called Rendlesham Forest. That's right. And those who don't know, Larry Warren is uh, the guy who basically got the information out. Uh, and he suffered a bit from that because obviously people have said he wasn't there and all this and all the rest of it. So but I've always wondered if his side of the story was more realistic than then yeah. you know, the rest want to make out kind of thing. Anyway, we got to speak to the guy for, what, about half an hour? About three quarters of an hour. Yeah, just one-on-one. And yeah. uh, it, it, to me, he came across as really legit, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, Laid back and he just, well, he, he won't give us too much info, would he? Which we, yeah, expect. yeah, yeah. But He knows a bit, doesn't yeah, he? He says there's some stuff come, uh, in the works yeah. coming out, but, yeah. you know, taking people at face value and all the rest of it, to me, he seems pretty... Pretty legit, yeah. Definitely. Um, and I, you know, I've always thought that anyway. So meeting him just mm. sort of, you know, confirmed that really. But, but you know, like again, you know, with Rendell Shumat, it's up to the people out there. It's up to the listeners to decide. Yeah, hopefully, we'll uh, what you get a bit more info on it eventually. Yeah. It brings a bit more info information. Well, um, <laughs> right, let's do the paranormal news then. Hello and welcome to another instalment of the Paranormal News, broadcasting to you from places unknown, bringing you the top three paranormal headlines of the week. Five, four, three, two, one. Three. From the Daily Star, UFO as bright as a lightning bolt spotted whizzing over the Yorkshire Dale. Pictures show the eerie orange object change colour and move around the sky for more than two hours. Trent Mason, 22, and Jack Holsworth, 21, spotted the UFO over the skies near the famous Ribblehead Railway viaduct in the Yorkshire Dales. Not that famous. No. The pair said they were shocked as the object made a circular, made circular and triangular patterns. Trent from Leeds said, It just popped up 
on the horizon and then disappear back where it came from. I wasn't sure if I saw it, but looked at Jack and his face was white. It was there for one minute. The next, it lit up like a bolt of lightning. It was like a flash and a whoosh, and then it was gone. If you'd blinked, you would have missed it. It was absolutely incredible. The stars were dots in the night sky, and this was the size of a 5p. It was hard to judge how far away it was, because it was definitely higher than the hills. The pair drove from Leeds to the world-famous viaduct for a spot of stargazing. Trent said, It was quite late. We just wanted to go up there and do some stargazing, and we saw it. It stayed in the same vicinity, but it was doing square circle triangles. It were doing them very slowly, but we couldn't we could just make it out. We were sat there for two and a half hours just studying it, watching it fly around the sky. I lost track of time and sat there. It was mind blowing. We just looked at each other like wow, what the hell is that? The area attracts thousands of hikers every year who take part in the Free Peaks Yorkshire Challenge. Yorkshire-based UFO researcher Philip Mantle, a former director of the Investigations of British UFO Research Association, said, For decades now, UFO reports have come across my desk from the area in and around Yorkshire Dales and national parks surrounding areas. Over the last few years, UFO sightings reports in this area have been few and far between. However, for whatever reason, 2017 has seen a sharp upturn in reports in this area. Why is this? I have no idea. But the sightings reported by these two gentlemen fits with other sightings I have had in this general area in the past. Ooh, so maybe there's a UFO flap. Possible. A crop circle expert believes he captured strange UFOs flying over the UK. Pierre Beek is convinced of mysterious marks in the countryside are the result of paranormal activity and not hoaxes. He has dedicated years of his life to investigating the circles in the southwest of England, and he was stunned when he captured a number of bizarre balls of light hovering around a well-known crop circle site in Wiltshire. In a video, strange orbs of white light hover over the field uh, as people explore the bizarre circle. They look to float but move erratically as they are filmed moving over the crop. Some alien hunters believe crop circles are created by the uh, UFO landings, but others say they are elaborate hoaxes, backed up by a video from 1991 of Doug Bauer and David Chorley showing them using wooden planks and rope to create the patterns. This has not deterred, deterred Mr Beak, who claims the highly geo- geometric circles could not be made by humans. Instead, he's convinced aliens or some other paranormal reason are behind the phenomenon. One. Tour guide has his hand burnt by a ghost inside death row cell in jail where notorious Cray twins were once held. A tour guide who shows visitors around an abandoned jail where the Cray twins were once held says he had his hand burnt by a ghost in the former death row cell. Paul Tull suffered the mysterious injury when he was standing in the room at the disused prison where a condemned soldier had spent his final few hours. He was telling the story of Private Lee Davis, who was hanged for murder in 1943, when he felt a sharp pain in his left hand. 
He then looked down to see what appeared to be a cigarette burn on his skin which had come from nowhere. Paul, 42, I don't really need to know that, nope. said, It was very bizarre. I looked down and out of nowhere there was a large red mark. I thought, blimey, that looks rather raw. It's really bizarre sitting here. I always feel there's a weird presence in that room and I'm mindful of other people who have fell to their deaths through the trapdoors. He added, In someone, if someone had told me, he added, If someone had told me four or five months ago that something like that would happen, I would have thought they were talking rubbish. But this has definitely opened my eyes to what's out there. I definitely do believe in the paranormal now. The spooky incident happened at Shepston Mallet Prison in Somerset one afternoon last month during the heritage tour of the site. The former Category C jail once housed the Cradeswinds and was a site of several executions before capital punishment was abolished. Private Davis was an 18-year-old American GI who was sentenced to hang after shooting one woman dead and raping another. He was alleged to have cried, Oh my God, I'm going to die, when he saw the gallows, before becoming hysterical. Which is understandable. Absolutely. He added that the prison has visits most weekends from paranormal groups who record voices around the prison. Right. Right. This is... um, The prison was closed in 2013 and began has been lined up for development with heritage tours allowed to take place until the builders move in. Um, I want to live in, live in them buildings, would you? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the comments on this one. Tour guide, tour guide, drumming up business. Then must need the tips. Of course, he did. Okay, he did the mash. It was the monster the mash. mash. <laughs> the monster <laughs> mash. It was the graveyard yeah, smash. Yeah, they and uh, it's the way it monster is said. Mash. <laughs> it's, it's the way it is said. What a load of bollocks! Okay, so all them stories, the pictures and the videos from will be on will, the yeah, uh, hangout. Yeah, the Don't Break the Oath Paranormal Hangout on Facebook. And if you can, join us on there. Please join us on there. We're also running on there at the moment what we're going to be calling the Graveyard Walks. Yeah, well, we're off tonight, aren't we? Yeah. So, so a secret location that we maybe will tell you about next week. Yeah. But essentially, what what we, what we want to do is just, if you've you know if you've got the, the ambition and the, the drive and the the daringness, if you will, to do it, then if you can go to a graveyard on your own or in a small group, you know, because we want to be respectful. We yeah, don't, we absolutely don't want, respectful. Yeah, we don't want to go in there having parties and that, but no. if you go in a graveyard and uh, film yourself in the graveyard asking, you know, the usual questions, is anybody there? All that usual nonsense. And don't be surprised if you get an answer. Yeah. Okay. Don't run out of the gate screaming, you know. Do a quick little video and chuck it up on the yeah. uh, Don't Break the Oath Paranormal Hangout on Facebook. And obviously, we're going to share it with everybody. Yeah, also, if anybody's got any ideas, of any, well, obviously, if me and Lee are close to a location that you've always wanted somebody to go in and mm-hmm. check out, you know, if you, if you if you don't want to do it, if me and Lee aren't far away, then no problems, we'll go and uh, investigate. Yeah, yeah, if you know, yeah, we're really, you know, because generally, yeah. my, you know, my consensus is that graveyards generally aren't going to be haunted because no one's ever died there, but it's, if it's, you know it's, of it's it... Just the, it's not actually the graveyard, it's actually the place, the location, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's, with the ley lines and all yeah, that. But if you if you know of a graveyard that is haunted, then please let us know. Yeah, let us know, yeah. And uh, that's a nice segue into today's show, which is an interview with... Phil Wyman. Okay, which most of you may be familiar with because he has been on TV on a lot of uh, 
you know, the ghost hunting shows. Most Haunted, especially. One of them. Yep. Um, and he does run a company of his own now, Ghost uh, Tours. So the link to that will be in the description if you're interested in going on one of his tours. Now, it was a great chat. It was, it was. Um, but good chat. We also got another interview today um, that we're going to put out as well as a little sort of bonus episode. Well, it's not really because the the quality on that one is uh, piss poor to say the least. Because it's with Dark Waters, who's someone you may be familiar with, but he runs a you know a, UF, uh, a YouTube channel called Dark Waters yep. where he puts up stories. Well, we had him on, but he had a lot of background noise going on, so yeah, I can't really do it with the interview. So I'm going to put it out, listen to it at your own peril. You know, it's, I mean, it is audible, but, you know, yeah. just be aware. And then um, he has sent me some stories. So I've included them at the end of the interview. So, you, you know, you get the real flavor of what he's about, and obviously, from there. But, yep, so without further ado, let's get into... Phil Wyman. That's a funny choice of words, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> without further ado, I bring you... Phil Wyman. Okay, my name's Phil Wyman. I'm a former paranormal investigator and uh, presenter if you like with Most Haunted, the series um, I've been investigating the paranormal from about the age of 16 doing um, private investigations initially um, and then I moved on to um, other investigations and then I appeared on the Most Haunted t- team from 2002 to about 2004 uh, did about 11 live shows with those um, prior to that I did the series uh, Scream Team which involved six of us travelling around the UK on a big uh, silver bus, uh, if anybody remembers that. And there were three guys and three girls. And I was one of the guys, and we did uh, ten episodes in uh, in the first series. Um, and then after I uh, left Most Haunted, I started the uh, my own kind of ghost investigations for the general public uh, back in 2004. And at that point, there were just probably three main companies, uh, myself, uh, included, and of course nowadays, back up to modern times, um, we're into probably dozens and dozens of uh, investigation companies out there. So uh, I, I, we were one of the first, so that's always a, that's always a good for a good point for us. Um, and at the moment, that's what uh, I'm doing with my wife Sarah. Uh, we're running uh, public ghost hunting events. Um, we've cut them right back now. Uh, we're probably only doing one this year. Uh, next year, we'll probably do two or three. But um, it's it's time to kind of give my uh, myself a break, I think, from doing all of those. We did do them. Uh, we did about 45 at one point during the year. Um, so we're cutting right back now. <laughs> yeah. so uh, and that's... Every uh, weekend was booked up. Then. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And uh, it's when you've... And, you know, we've got a son as well. And uh, we like uh, spending our weekends doing other bits and pieces now. So there you go. That's fair enough. How many people do you take on an event? Or does it depend on location or... Yeah, it depends very much on the location. Uh, obviously, the bigger locations, um, you, we can take up to 40 people. Uh, we never max out our events. We never max it on purpose because uh, we've we've been on other investigations where it's like you, you, you're jammed like you know sardines in a tin. Uh, yeah. You really can't move and you really you, you don't get the best of it. So we've always vowed never to max out our events to the point where people don't enjoy them. Um, so yeah, probably about 40 is the maximum. Um, but we tend to take, uh, on, on kind of the average venues about 30, 25, 30, something like that. Mm. Okay. So <clears throat> obviously, like I say, you're most well known for most being on most on. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So that's a given. But it, what led you down this path, uh, 
you know, in the first place? Did you have like a, I don't know, a paranormal experience, or was it? Or did you want to debunk, you know, paranormal experiences? <laughs> what, what, what was it? Yeah, drove quite you to a few that? do that, don't they? Well, they so, do. Yes, that, so. that's what they're for. So, um, I, I initially started uh, getting into the paranormal. Kind of of an off, off uh, from an offshoot of something else that I was interested in. I was interested in things like myths and legends, yeah, yeah. you know, like vampires and werewolves. From about the age of eleven, uh, and my dad always used to take me to the library, and I was just to ask him to get me this book out of the adult section and that book out of the adult section instead of the junior section. Um, and it kind of started from there, and then from there I progressed onto ghosts and hauntings. I thought this is interesting, um, and then probably about I think I was about fourteen or fifteen. Um, so it's gone back a few years. Uh, I thought I saw the ghost of my family cat walk past my bedroom door. Um, uh, it was a ginger cat. And uh, I just happened to be sat in my bedroom looking, facing the door. And this cat walked from right to left. I thought, what the hell was that? How's that got in kind of thing? Mm. Uh, I got up and I quickly looked around the door. Uh, and there was nothing there. The direction it was heading was just a dead end. It was a, just an end wall of the house. Yep. So it couldn't have come back without me seeing it. Um, and that kind of, you know, spurred me on a bit more to find out more about these strange occurrences that people are seeing. I've had this same uh, event happening. It was a day after I moved into this house. Um, and the, the first night I didn't sleep here. The second night I did. And as I was going up the stairs... Uh, on my landing, a little black cat was just sat there, and then it just run along the landing and jumped through a wall, basically. Yeah. Uh, as it run down the landing into the bedroom, there's nothing in the bedroom. Run straight straight through, jumped. There's a radiator there, and it just it would have. I thought, you know, it must have landed on the radiator, but when I just come round the landing, it was just gone. Yeah. Um. But did you did you get the sense from seeing that? Because obviously that cat was was your family's pet before. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this one was, um, you know, what my cat. So I don't really know if there was a, you know, if it, I just presumed it was a the spirit of a, a cat. If, sure, if that's possible. Um, sure, but um, well, I mean, that's 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 an intriguing start, isn't it? I mean, that, yeah, that, that opens your mind a little bit, doesn't it? It does because it, it makes you more curious, and you think, did I just see that, or did I imagine it, kind of thing? And then yeah. you start looking into it, and you find out that other people have. Yeah, from 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 the, that, the age that I was, you find out that a lot of other people have seen similar things. So you think, well, so what is it exactly people are seeing then? Because mm. so, I'm one of these people um, that doesn't automatically think that if somebody sees or claims to see what we term as a ghost, um, I don't automatically think that it's a spirit of a dead, a deceased person. Um, you know, I, I think there are other explanations out there. Yeah. Um, so you know, I mean, I'm trying to. Uh, and I try to explain that to, to people as well. But at the end of the day, my kind of uh, feelings on, on ghosts, etc., um, are that if somebody sees it and it gives them and brings them comfort, for instance, if they've seen the, the, the parents or you know a, a deceased relative, for example, and if it brings them comfort to believe that they've seen that spirit of the deceased person, of the deceased relative, then that's brilliant. Fair enough. I'm not going to argue with that. Why should I? If yeah. it gives them comfort, if it gives them you know peace of mind, brilliant. What about the opposite way around, though? Well, the opposite, yeah, yeah go on. It freaks them out. Yeah, when people... <laughs> <laughs> it freaks them out a bit, don't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, we, obviously I, I've, I've met a lot of people that 
are exactly what you've just said there. We get people that are like, oh, you know, I feel really warm. No, no, that's, you know, probably my, my dad or my mum that's come to visit me or my auntie or grandma, et cetera, et cetera. But we also do have experiences uh, uh, where people don't like it and they get freaked by it. So I, I take my time. I, I mean, I've got time for everyone. If anyone wants to come and ask me something, if they see me, you know, et cetera, um, out on a vow or investigations, I, I've got time for everybody. I'll speak to them, you know, mm. um, no problem there. Um, so I, I kind of take my time and explain to them, you know, there's no need to be worried or scared about it. It could be this, it might be that, you know, and if it, if it was, you know, a relative of yours, why would they, you know, be coming back? They're not going to harm you or anything like that. Surely that, you know, most of the time these relatives that uh, have passed on were, you know, in our hearts and we cared for them and they cared about us. So why would they, you know, nothing to get freaked out about. Most of the time they're not going to come back and cause you any harm. That's fair enough. I mean, do you have uh, a religious background then or? No, I don't actually. I'm uh, very much a, a kind of um, uh, atheist, if you like. Yeah. Um, I've got no real religious background at all. Um, uh, I kind of like the, the if, if you're into Stephen Hawkins, um, he's uh, he's he comes up with a couple of nice theories about religion and and th- those associated with you know the beings associated with religion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, you know, each to their own. Um, yeah. I'm not going to condemn anyone for believing what they want to believe that's uh, you know mm. each to their, each their own we've all got our own beliefs and stuff it's just the way he was putting it across like it almost felt like it had less sort of like uh, heaven quality to yeah. it you know what I mean oh but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just no because we had uh, we had Claire on last night didn't we Claire, yeah, Broad, Claire Broad. Psychic right. she's fantastic yeah. absolutely amazing and uh, she and then she was like you Phil you know Everybody to their own. Each yeah. To their own yeah, you know? yeah exactly everybody uh, everybody to their beliefs well, so. this, yeah I mean it's fair to say, with 100% uh, accuracy, that something's going on that's abnormal. Um, I think you, you, you agree with that. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, my my own feelings on that are, you know, at some point, I, I think um, Brian Cox, Professor Brian Cox said, basically he came out a few months ago and said, there are no such things as ghosts because uh, physics says that there isn't enough um, room in the material makeup of the universe to comp, you know, to, to account for ghosts and spirits, etc. But, I mean, at some point, I've no doubt, uh, that there, there'll be a yes, ghosts exist, or there'll be a no, ghosts don't exist for definite at some point. I'm not sure when that's going to be, but I'm, you know, I'm sure that will happen at some point. But then my kind of point of view is, that's fine. If they don't exist, what the heck are people seeing? And then Absolutely. that's when it gets even yeah. more interesting more because questions, more questions than answers at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I mean, have you ever been in a room where you've experienced a temperature uh, dip? Yeah, um, I've, obviously I've been doing this for a long, long time now, and we do experience some weird things. And a lot of the time, we do you do seem to have um, cold spots or you know sometimes warm spots, um, but there tend to be more cold spots in my experiences. Um, so yeah, and uh, you know there are there are a few theories regarding that, mm. uh, and the most common sense one would be that you know if a spirit relies on energies etc., uh, warmth being an energy source, if it draws the energy source from the that area, it's going to draw the warmth out. It's going to go cold. Mm. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I heard because um, there's plenty of accounts of that happening, and, yeah, and, and obviously folks, most yeah. audit, you know it's a regular occurrence, and you know tends to be <laughs> tends I mean, to be in a in a in, yeah. a, in a haunted place. I mean, but, I've done my investigation, but I heard. Um, well, I, was, I was just going to say because you obviously mentioned Brian Cox, and I heard a yeah. quote. Uh, a quote. Well, I say it, it's a quote. I don't know the exact quotation, but it was uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, and he, he basically said about these cold. Spots, he said it's impossible. It's you know physically impossible. But he says you're talking about to change the temperature of a room like that. You're talking about the same sort of power as to power a nuclear power plant for an hour. Right? Do you, do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, you quote Brian Cox what he was saying, and then uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who you know, I, I you know, hundred percent of the time I believe what he's saying. Yeah, um, more or less. So yeah, well, yeah. for him to him to say that, we are looking at something here that's beyond physics. Um, that might possibly be the case yeah um, it's certainly unknown um, mm. and as long as it remains unknown we can't gather the, um, the 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 data to come up with an explanation for it we can't say yeah that's happening because of this or that's happening because of that yeah. we, we simply can't so it, it's going to remain <laughs> and, <laughs> you know but it's an like enigma the, yeah. um, uh, what's your experience with shadow people um, I've not had any real experiences with uh, with anything like that. I'm I'm one of these investigators that you know I, I tend not to experience an awful lot of things on a personal level. Mm. Um, I could be stood next to somebody who's just seen a full apparition walk through a wall and is having a fit about it, and I'd be like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> see a thing." Or somebody will say, "Somebody's just banged me on the back of the head," and I'd be like. Well, you know, where, when was it? <laughs> so, so um, I, I, it's very rare that I experience things. Now, I don't know why that is, and I don't know why other people seem to experience things more more often than you know other people. But it, that's just one of those things, and, and I envy those people that do see yeah, or experience yeah. things. I was saying something um, the other day when about getting the uh, wait. I can't wait to be. I know it sounds daft like, but I can't wait for someone to put, not someone something to, <laughs> to pull my hair or, or poke me. You know what I mean? Well, I've, I, that's all it happened to me anyway. Yeah. So I, I mean, I see, I see spirit now and then and stuff. So it's not very, uh, you know, it's not nice yeah. sometimes. Because yeah. they're, they're not like, there to find you. They're just there because they know you can see them. And we were talking about attention, that. We were saying, you know? you know, they're trying to almost grab your attention for. That's what they want. Yeah. Whatever you know. reason. So, so yeah, um, it, it can't be. It can't be much fun. Again, uh, you know, this is uh, my assuming that spirits do exist, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, it can't be much fun for them if they do exist in a realm where they can. You know, see us if you like, but they can't really interact with us in such a way that we know that they're there all the time. So it must be frustrating for them to say, "Why can you not see me?" You know, I'm here, kind of thing. And they must obviously try to do something to attract somebody's attention in some way. Mm. Um, and perhaps that you know, some can do it and some can't. I think this is where it freaks people out because you know, you go, you go what you have the seance or whatever, right? And say, right, you know, not once, you know. You know, so yeah. it knocks and then they freak out. Yeah. Well, they've asked them to knock on the door or yeah. knock on the table. But yeah. once they get that knock, it, it freaks them out. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that you've was, just asked. That was one you of know? the biggest uh, bugbears with um, most haunted, you know, when stuff used to happen and then, they, you know, you'd all run out and I'd be like, you know, get back in there. You know? But uh, yeah. I could yeah. you know, I could yeah. understand in the heat of the moment. And actually, most haunted, like I was saying to you the other day, yeah. you have to have... Uh, Big kudos, really, for uh, the live events. Um, you know, the ones that were, were televised live. Yeah. Um, was you involved in any of those? 
I was involved in uh, about eleven live events. Yeah, I thought you said that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, them really are. You're really putting your um, your reputation on, on the line oh, there, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you could have like an hour or two hours where nothing happens, and that's a you know that in this field is potentially more yeah. than likely, isn't it? Yeah, so, oh, yes. Uh, yeah. So, so to do those live events, I think that's what separates most artists for me than a lot of the other ghost uh, television programs. Um, yeah, we, I mean, initially we we pulled it we pulled it off um, before anybody else uh, did successfully, if you like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we kind of took the bat on and run with it, but uh, that's all in the past now, and I've moved on from there. So, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that show's still going, but uh, now I'm not certain that you know. I think it's it still going. Isn't it? Oh yeah, still going. Thousand yeah. now, but um, yeah. so when you take these groups around then these places do you do yeah. you feel like there's um a different energy to a place or do you think you know would you do you think you get more res- results if there was just you or um or do you think it draw you know you need that energy to spice things up almost um i i don't think you know having uh, two people or 15 25 people makes a difference I've got to be honest. If something's there, then something's going to be there. Um, but I, I do, that's one thing I do tend to do and feel is when I walk into a venue, I can feel, you know, an atmosphere. Um, and it tends to get the back of my neck going. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody yeah. stood behind you, right behind you, staring at you. Um, and that's the kind of sensation I have. But um, if something's going to be there, that's going to be there. It doesn't make any difference if you've got ten people or or, or, or two people. Obviously, Phil. Then you uh, you research your place before you go to it, don't you? I mean, you you know, you look at yeah. check its history out, and you know, as as best as we can do. Yeah, um, there's a lot of information out there, and a lot of people have uh, you know, um, especially with private events. We do a, I tend to do a lot of research into where we're going and what's supposedly been seen and when is it supposedly been seen and under what circumstances. Um, and we, we do a similar thing for obviously the the groups and the the events that we do for the general public. Um, but we we are very careful not to give every kind of single bit of information that we know out before okay. the investigation, obviously. Yeah. Um, because then it leaves the door open for somebody to come to us and say, this is, I've just had this happen or I've just come up with this name and is it connected to this, yeah, that and the other? Yeah. Um, and you know, we can, we can take it from there then. So it's, it's better to give a little bit of leeway for people to, uh, to come up with their own experiences. And, and that's, that's, uh, we have had people in the past say, asking us why we don't have mediums on you know, on the investigations that we do, the general public investigations, and it's like, don't you like them, etc., or don't you trust them, or whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and and it's simply a matter of early, very early on. Um, initially, the, the the events that we used to run were started by myself and Ian Lawman, yeah. uh, so we used to do them together. Um, and then Ian Lawman stopped doing them, and I carried on uh, doing the events. And it and it came to a point where I said, look. Let's put it to a vote kind of thing and let's put the, the, the question out there. Do people want mediums, psychics on the investigations or would you much prefer to wander around and pick up your own bits and pieces and sense what you can you know, feel for yourself rather than being told, for instance, there's a man stood in the corner yeah, yeah. or, you know, there's a woman running down this corridor, et cetera, et cetera. And the majority of people that came back and said, well, we'd actually prefer to do our own thing. 
Yeah. Uh, and so we went, okay, then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take it from there and we'll, we'll not have any investigations where we have mediums, um, or psychics on them or very, very rare. And, uh, we'll, we'll run with it and see what happens. And people kind of, uh, appreciated that. And, uh, that's to this day, that's why we don't really have any on the investigations with us. I think that's just the simple fact of the, the, the medium sort of drawing too much attention to themselves. You know, cause yeah. you're always yeah. anticipating what yeah. they're going to say rather than, you know, watching what's really going on around you. Yeah, I think that's very much the reason. Um, I mean, I think uh, I think what it comes down to is when you've got an investigation going on, you've got like ten people in a séance or whatever. They're all there expecting something to come out from the medium, and they're there, you know, just waiting and perhaps concentrating on what they're perhaps going to come out with, rather than feeling for themselves, uh, you know, any atmosphere changes, um, and trying to you know uh, tune into their own environment with by with their own senses. Um, and I think. I think it gets to a point where, uh, and I feel the same way with a lot of kind of technical equipment, if you like. Um, I think if you concentrate too much on technical equipment or too much on a medium or psychic, for instance, you tend to miss what's going on. Mm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just my point of view, of it, but it seems to be um, echoed by those that that came on our investigations and come on our investigations, uh, and so that's why again we don't have. Uh, mediums or psychics on the events. The the way I look at it, it's like that. um, Have you ever seen that video where, I don't know, the the speed awareness course that uh, Claire was talking about this last night, but there's like uh, these videos that they'll play where they'll say, can you count how many times these people pass a basketball between each other? Right. Uh, And you're concentrating on that, you know, and then at the end they say, how many how many times they do it? And you say, you all put your hands up and you think, yeah, seven. And they go, did you see the monkey? Yeah. What monkey? Yeah. That, yeah. You know what I mean? And, That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. because your, your attention's solely focused on yeah. the basketball, you miss you, out the monkey. You miss, yeah. you know, it's, it's, 90% of what's going on around you. Same um, thing. You sit, you sit there looking at a laptop that's shoot, you know, that's uh, supposedly giving you all kinds of bits of data readings and stuff, and you sit there and you're looking at it and you concentrate and you're thinking, okay, yeah, what's going to happen here? And for all you know, all you need to do is look up above the laptop screen and see somebody walking past. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, you just concentrate too much on it. And I think, I think you adopt a different sense of, um, being, if you like, mm. when you're sat in front of a piece of technical equipment rather than sat in front of nothing in the middle of a, a room in the pitch black. Um, and I think your own senses adopt two different ways of working. Mm. Uh, I mean, the human body has got so many different senses that we probably don't... All over the body. ...not necessarily no. aware no. of all of them at the moment. I mean, we talk mm. about the sixth sense, stuff like that. But you hear so many accounts of where people... Uh, gut instinct, for in, for example, you know, you hear so many accounts of uh, people ignoring it, and then something going wrong, you know, and you yeah, think, yeah. Why, you know, why didn't you listen to it? I mean, there was an yeah. example of uh, a lady. Um, she was working late one night, an apartment, you know, in, a, in an office block, and um, she she decided to go. She was heading towards a lift, and the elevator doors opened, and there was a black guy stood on the lift. Right, so she. In her head, she's thinking, I don't want to get on because there's a guy, not that he's black, but that adds to the, you know, yeah, the equation, yeah. uh, because this is somewhere in, somewhere in America. And she thought, but I don't want to offend the guy by getting on, not getting on. Do you know what I mean? Because he'll think, why didn't she get on? You know, cause I'm, you know, so she decided, even though a gut was telling her, don't get on this elevator, she decided, I don't want to offend him. So she got on, didn't listen to her gut, gets on, and obviously she gets, uh, raped by this guy. So, 
you get them accounts where people, you know, like what I mean, the body's got these sensors. Yeah, well, your alarm goes off, doesn't it? And I think when you're off. using these these electronic um, devices and stuff like that too much, I think you're relying on them too much, and you're not really concentrating on what's around you. I mean, we've all, like you said earlier, we've all had the experience of, uh, you know, hair standing up on the back of your neck, yeah. goosebumps, you know, that kind of thing, for no apparent reason, you know. Um, and I think, you know, we should take note of that more often. That being said, I was going to ask you, whether you think there's different levels of spirit, because we get like, um, you know, spirits that interact with people, we get these anniversary ghosts, don't we? You know, that just seem to come every now and again, you know, on yeah, a certain time, a certain day. Um, which, yeah. And then you get this, the ones that sort of walk through walls where they're, they're, they're sort of repeating an action that they used to do many years ago. Yeah, uh, I, there's I, even occasions where, I mean, there's just a road from here, Caster, there's um, a basement, and actually a Roman legion walks through this basement. Uh, it's like an anniversary goes, but they're obviously walking at what was ground level. For yeah, them. so you obviously you obviously pat the legs. Yeah, yeah. The road was well, the half, yeah, the, the half. Yeah, that's right. Half yeah. in the ground. Do you know what I mean? So, um, you know, do you think there is different levels of spirit, or do you think they're all one and the same? Oh, blimey, that's a good. That's a deep question, isn't it? <laughs> um, I think there's probably if again if if spirits do exist, I think there's probably uh, different. Le- yeah, like you say, different levels or different depths to them. Um, how much they can interact, etc. Or you know, perhaps it's a, a kind of um, I don't know a learning curve for a spirit wants to pass over. Perhaps they have to go through uh, so much learning on how to interact with people, etc. I don't know, but it's uh, it, 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 I'd like to think there were different varying levels. Because it gives you something to work to if you, you know, when you pass over. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so you have to take your, you have different to take your classrooms, exams. Phil. That's what it is, mate. Different yeah. classrooms. Not, that, it not all that again. Well, well, this is a different classroom, Lee. You know what I mean? It's not like you know brainwashing system we've got now. I'll be one of them stuck, stuck in the wall, stuck in the floor. Oh no! After no, no. <laughs> about a million years. No. <laughs> but, uh, I think I think the ones you're on about, Lee, uh, they're just uh, video replay, like a video replay. Yeah, time. but you stone, the tape, build up, stone tape recording. Well, they do say that stone is a very good mm. conductor for energy. So, yeah, what's you know. your what's your take on that? Do you think that is true? Um, the stone tape theory. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's a good one and it's an interesting one. And if you look at it from its base base form, again, you know, everybody will say, yeah, but everything's made up of atomic matter, so atomic matter is energy, and energy cannot dissipate into nothing. Yeah, so it's always there. So you know. Um, therefore, everything is capable, as you'd imagine, of recording some kind of incident because it's just energy absorbing energy. Um, and if that's the case, then, you know, at some point during that proper, you know, different atmospherics or the correct atmospheric conditions, perhaps then it's capable of, uh, uh, uh showing something like a cinema projection. Yeah. Um, yeah. which is obviously the, the stone tape theory and, and, um, you know, perhaps it's, uh, you know, your, your ghosts that don't, interact with things um and that kind of thing but uh, you know i spoke to i was speaking to kieran a long time ago kieran keith and he was uh keen on uh the water tape theory which is very similar but involves water and running water especially uh creating energies to display your playback etc etc so but yeah so i mean um it's an interesting theory i don't think it's Mm. obviously been proven i mean but um you when see? you look at when you look at things like video cassettes, videotapes that we used to record on, they contained magnetic or ferrous 
particles, which a lot of buildings and, and you know, um, substrate contain to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably just the same as us recording something off the TV. The building records something off happening outside its walls. Yeah. And plays it back at certain... I just think it's... I was just going to say, I think it's strange how, you know, I don't know if it's just uh, what we see on telly, you know, and maybe we've not looked into it enough, you know, these individual cases where it's the ones on TV, they're always the the most glamorous ones, you know, the ones where the uh, suicide, you know, a maid's found out she's pregnant and she's jumped off the balcony, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always seem to be these traumatic... uh, Replays, don't they? Rather, yeah. than, rather than just uh, Mr. Smith opening a book, re- sitting down to read. You know what I mean? <laughs> I Great think, yeah, I think with most of these is that uh, these you, you'll if you're near one when it happens, you know they don't. It's like they look straight through you. So yeah, yeah. They, they can't see. It's yeah. like them not actually. You're no, not that, there. That is, yeah, that's your typical residual haunting, isn't yeah, it? They're just, uh, just you know the same thing. Through you. I think it was at one one time here they listened to a, a couple of years ago. It was guys in the basement. So all the always legions, Roman soldiers walking straight through. Mm. Obviously, no legs because the Roman road was at the bottom. But they didn't. He, he said they went straight. Through. He, they didn't even know he was there. So, yeah, so obviously, it's like a replay, isn't it? So. But, yeah, um, that's the Harry Martin down at Treasurer's House. That's it. Yeah, in York. Yeah, Roman yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the first stories I heard. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I must have been there, mate. See, I wonder why that is though, because because you, you can't. Those guys all didn't die. Um, did they? No, no. obviously the, the, they was actually marching to yeah. somewhere. So yeah. obviously that can't just somehow got it housed into them. I think yeah. this war, the, the water the tape theories um, makes a lot of sense because a, a lot of this paranormal stuff, whether we talk about ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, Dogman, whatever you want to talk about, uh, theories, whatever you want to talk about when it comes to paranormal, a lot of it is centred around bodies of water. Um, yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe... It's all tied in with the water uh, to some extent, but what, what um, you know, what's your uh, most compelling piece of evidence that you've, you know, if you had to say to someone, uh, if someone says to you, I'm, I'm totally skeptic, I don't believe that these things exist, uh, what would you say to them to say, you know, I've seen this, maybe this will change your mind, you know? Um, th- perhaps the most compelling piece of uh, evidence that I've come across and uh, was uh, when. Uh, there was myself, Sarah, my wife, um, our friend Tim, and a couple of others, and we did a private investigation and, at uh, a place called Carew Castle in Wales, and uh, and we recorded it, um, and it's actually on YouTube, but some somewhere, and um, when I edited it together, I put it on YouTube, and there's a section where Tim is wandering around. Obviously, it's night. There's only us there. Um, it's a massive ruined castle. Brilliant place. If anybody gets to go, go. It's brilliant. Carew Castle in Wales. Um, and Tim's off wandering around this uh, this tower, one of the towers. And he comes outside, wanders around outside, and then goes back upstairs up to the up to the tower where he was uh, there. You know, not ten minutes ago, he goes back up. And as he starts walking up, he hears this voice, um, but he can't work out what it says. And we've got it on audio. You can hear it on his camera because he's filming. And this voice is uh, just making these weird noises, and he thinks somebody's in the tower. He thinks one of us has, has wandered up while he's wandered out downstairs, uh, wandered up into the tower to see how he's going. So he's just like nonchalantly walking in, and he's like, hello? Hello? 
and he walks in, points the camera in. You can see there's nobody in the camera on night vision, nobody in the tower at all. And he's like, uh oh. <laughs> and he <laughs> just turns on. Yeah, he's, he says, he's like, I, I think I'm going to go. And he runs down the steps across the courtyard and we can hear these because myself and Sarah, we tented out, we camped out in the middle of the courtyard. Um, so we, we were having a break and we were having a coffee in the tent and we can hear these uh, footsteps coming along the gravel and it's like who the hell's this and uh, tim's like comes up out in front of the the the, the tent door and he's like who's in the tower and we're like nobody's in the tower he's like who's in the tower with me and we're like nobody's in the tower one of our other colleagues is in the other tower opposite end of the castle and says you're up there on your own no you're not i've just heard somebody up there with me there's somebody up there with me and we're like no <laughs> there's nobody there <laughs> and you can hear it on the video that he recorded it's crystal clear i swear brilliant piece of footage um and it was just you can't work out what it says it's really weird but it's crystal clear i think it was in welsh Uh, i don't know i don't know if it's welsh or whether it's latin or even something old you know older than that um but uh, it's just like a a chant like a chant going on um but it's really crystal clear um and and it freaked him uh, you know for a long time i freaked him and we were like astonished at the footage um so but it is on youtube you can uh, you can watch it i edited it and put it on youtube um if anybody wants to watch it yeah, you can I'll find it that, definitely. yeah i'll try and dig <laughs> yeah. it out and put it yeah. in, in the show notes so people want to yeah, see that hangout yeah but um, it's uh, it's called haunted ruins haunted ruins yes interesting so um i mean have you been abroad to do ghost hunting then or is it mostly in the uk no, we, it's mostly in the UK, yeah. yeah. We've never, you know, we've not been to anywhere like France or Spain or anything like that. I'm sure there are loads of locations um, that... Uh, castles in, in France, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it'd be great. I mean, if we could do that, that'd be fantastic. I'd love to do that. But mm-hmm. um, but as I say, we, we now kind of tend to focus more on the private side of investigations. And by that, I mean it's just team events rather yeah, yeah. than the public events. Um, so we've got a team of about five or six people and we go down and take cameras with us and do some filming and, and see what goes. So that's what yeah. we enjoy doing now. Yeah, Phil, what's your take on these programmes now? You know, what you, all these, I mean, to, the, to you, are they, you know, sending out the truth or are they kind of just for more entertainment purposes? Um, I don't... Th- oh, dear, dear. I, I, I can honestly say, hand on heart, I um, don't like the programmes that are... Um, 99% of the programs that are out there, I don't like them at all. I like stuff like, uh, programs called A Haunting, which is a series. Um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's in its ninth series, A Haunting, where it kind of documents and, and recreates what happened, etc. I don't like these investigations where teams go out there and then they purport to be there for 24 hours and then um you what you actually start watching is things happening left right and center stones being thrown uh this is being happening that's been happening and and i know for a fact that that's absolute bollocks yeah um, because i've been doing this long enough and i've been there and the majority of the time and you guys probably know this, you sit there in the dark, <laughs> sod all happens for yep. hours and hours and hours. And then when something does happen, it's something small, like perhaps an audible, a cough or a murmur or something else, which is not massively interesting for people watching it on TV, but it's interesting for the investigators, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and and that's why I hate it because I know for a fact that programs that that are out there and they show the same thing after five minutes of being on 
things start happening. Things are being thrown. Yeah. People are being touched. Somebody's being pushed downstairs. Somebody's, you know, and I, it, I'm like, oh, for God's sake, give it a break. That doesn't yeah. happen. But the problem is, and I put this down to the television um, stations or the broadcasting stations or, uh, you know, um, they're not interested in the real things. And by the real things, I mean they're not interested in following a team of investigators uh, to a location and filming over a 24-hour period because we all know what's going to happen nine times out of ten. Nothing. Yeah, you know, the investigators yeah. are still going to find it interesting because they're in such a you know in a brilliant location that's purportedly haunted, but they're used to the fact that things might not happen, and mm-hmm. invariably, a lot of the time, things don't happen to the scale we would see on television. And that's why that's why these production um, channels, etc., won't take uh, an investigation team to a venue and film it and, and put out a series of that happening. Yeah. They won't film a series of ten episodes yeah, where they happens. exactly yeah that's exactly. The problem, but that's I'll tell you what they're up against that entertainment, entertainment, entertainment is it that's exactly they're up against want. exactly yeah um, and and yeah. but I'll tell you what in my eyes and and certainly from a lot of um, serious investigations, investigators' eyes, they will gain a lot of um, kudos mm. because fair play to them. They're actually doing something which isn't sensationalizing the topic. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would watch it. I would watch it, and I'm sure people would watch it, but not to the point where they're going to produce another series afterwards because they just won't get the viewers. And no. that's, why they, that's why they rely on these entertainment programs. Yeah. And that's Frank, why they say, um, you know, this is an attempt program purposes only so yeah the biggest problem with them at the, uh, that I have at the moment is this bit where they do this false advertising thing where they'll show you a shadow or something like that before the yeah. break yeah. you know I mean you think oh whoa, what's this yeah. and then after the break it just turns out to be one of them walks in front of the yeah. top one of the camera yeah and you think oh come on that's a lot of the Americans so. yeah and yeah. then you get 20 minutes of that spirit box oh, you know where yeah. it's going did it say he killed Mary and he said no I've got I've got my own spirit box but I can't understand a damn thing what it says it's all gobbledygook to me you know I'll tell you what as well I'll tell you what you you have these people that are on these on these programs um, and they're supposed to be like um, pro investigators if you like and etc etc and then they'll, they'll say right here's a spirit box recording that we did earlier see if you can see if you can uh, tell what it says I mean I heard it and it says uh, Brian and you think why the hell have you just said that yeah. why have you heard because yeah. everybody watching now is going to listen to that and say you're right Brian, it says Brian it's like paradolia isn't it uh, it's same, just same thing, isn't it? It's winds like, me up. It if really you point does. out a face in a cloud, or do you know what I mean? That's yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you're going to see it, will see it, and you need to not see it. Then it's like exactly, yeah. 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 So same please, we've got to say, if you've got an EVP and you want people to actually take it seriously and form their own opinions about it, don't say what you think it is before you bloody play it. Mm. Just play it and then say, right, you've had a listen. What are your thoughts on it? We'll play it again. Right, you've had another listen. We think it says this. Mm. What yeah, do you think yeah, it yeah. said? Yeah. You know what would be best if they could do, um, I don't know, if they could find a location where a number of crews could go in, not just necessarily the same one. A number of crews could go in over a few-month period, and then they could gather together the, the data of all of them. And then yeah. make a show based on that, you know, rather yeah. than just yeah. a twenty-four hour period. Because I, I mean, twenty-four hours is not enough. It's not. I it's mean, not. You know, I've, I've, I've lived here. What have I lived here? About six, seven years, something like that now, and probably 
10 things have happened in seven years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We um, lived in a venue for 12 months and we rented it out purposely because it was haunted. And we had a fair few things happen, but that was over 12 months. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It so doesn't that, happen over an so hour long episode. If I said to somebody, my house is haunted, they come here, they could leave, live here a week and they'd think I was talking, you know, comics yeah. at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so it is what it is, but. Yeah. It um, sounds like we're really slating TV programs, yeah. but. <laughs> I mean, at least, the, at least they're getting some information out but there. It, I mean, it also gives out the wrong information. It, it, it gives really out the wrong yeah, 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 Because then you give out, people go out doing own Thinking that it's going to happen all the time, and yeah. Then they, you know. It's, you know, they'll that, take all these other people out and freak them out. That, you know? that's, uh, and, and that's yeah. not just television programs. I mean, that's, we've put up, because we, ever since we formed, um, the ghost, public ghost hunting events, we've basically put out our mantra, our motto, if you like, is if it happens, it happens for real. We won't fake anything under any circumstances. Yeah. There's no point in doing that because you're there to try and present the truth and, and let people find out what is out there, if, if there is anything out there, depending on what your thoughts are on theories. But I know for a fact that there are people out there who run investigations and run companies and that lot, and they fake shit left, right, and centre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm not kidding you. That ruins it for all the other companies out there that do it properly. Because let's face it, right? You've got you've got Company A who does an investigation, who doesn't fake anything, who does it by the book, and people experience probably a, a noise or some a small insignificant thing perhaps on the investigation. Then you've got Team B, and the same people go to team b and things are going left right and center things are being thrown things are people are getting, getting possessed people are getting pushed etc yeah. and, you, yeah, and yeah. you put it together and you think right which one am i going to go back to yeah, exactly well yeah. Then, you know that's what I, mean. what I mean everyone that goes to b will be saying well i won't go to a again because nothing happened this is you know it's if that's the norm you know? it, yeah. yeah and the poor bloody companies that that run it by the book are finding it a hard time mm. to 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 put up with the others that aren't doing it because they're just taking custom off them. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to go to these places, you know, on, on haunted. Uh, I don't think I've been on any of yours, but um, I'll, I'll certainly try and to you know to in the future. But I've been on a few where I, I like to to go on them, and then after a few, maybe an hour or so or two hours, then you know, they, they start telling you a little bit of the history. About, yeah. you know, some of the stuff that has happened yeah. there. And, and that is interesting in itself. It's almost like, you know, like you go to a museum for the same yeah. reason, you know. Um, so, I mean, that can be interesting. If the, if the people who are doing it know what they're talking about, you know, so they can actually give you a bit of the history, you know, mm. what has been seen, you know, because they might, you know, might spend a couple of hours, nothing happens, and they yeah. say, well, well, what's been reported in this room is da 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 da. I mean, that's interesting. But then you could maybe say, oh, there's a white lady upstairs and she walks the room. So you might go upstairs and see a white yeah. lady because he's told you. Well, yeah, white well, lady. yeah. yeah but you know yeah. I mean? generally so, to tell you sort of yeah, when, when yeah. you're winding down, you know. So. If it was me, I'd we, say, off you go, you know, on yeah. your way, see what you see, hear what yeah. you hear. That's we, what, used to, you know. we used to do events at Peterborough Museum um, and one of my, my a good friend of mine, um, Stuart Orme, uh, used to be events manager, etc. Uh, and he used to uh, the curator of the museum, if you like, and he used to look after us on each event, and he was the guy that was would be there opening up for us and be there with us all through the night, and he would come down on the investigations with us and listen to what people were saying and what they were picking up on, and then halfway through the night, we'd all reconvene back up to have a coffee, etc., and we'll say, right, Stuart, this is, this is what somebody's picked up here, and this is what somebody's picked up there, and he'll tell you if that's been picked up on before, and if there is actually any relevance to it. Because yeah. he's a mine of information, this chap. 
about Peterborough Museum, in fact, about Peterborough in general. And he would tell you, no, never heard of that name before, or, yep, he's been associated with this building, and he actually, in history, he was here, and he did this, and he did that, and he did the other. Um, and that was that was brilliant, and that's how we like to do it. We like to go through the investigation and get to a point in the night where people are like, okay, so have you, you know, is there anybody connected with this building, with this name, or et cetera? And then we go to the the, uh, the manager of the building or curator, et cetera, and say, right, do you want to come and say something about these people and if they're actually associated with the building properly or if you've never heard of them before? And that was brilliant because people yeah, that, get yeah, a proper that's, feel that's for the best, it then. That's yeah. the best way. That's yeah. definitely the best way for all that. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could get your... Uh, you know, your weekend warriors that, that go there knowing too much about the place to start off with, expecting, you know, to see such and such a person, which mm. is obviously a problem. But, I mean, I don't like to... If I go on a ghost hunt, I don't... And obviously, you might know the place is haunted because, you, you know, you see so much on telly and all the rest yeah. of it and books and that. But I, I won't really research it before I go there. So I won't know what to expect. And then when I do go to these events, I always go off on my own anyway. So yeah, I'm not... that's why. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not listening to what they're telling me to listen to or anything mm. like that. I literally just go off on my own and, and sit in a corner somewhere or in a different room on my own and, uh, you know, and pa- pass the night away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take a little hit flask and... <laughs> yeah. Not off in the corner. That's yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> Something medicinal to keep the old chill yeah. out, yeah. Like. yeah, That's it. That's it. like uh, the Hilton might do a ghost event, you know, <laughs> about 35 <laughs> spend the night there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the ghost is in the bar. That's why I'll be in the bar. Well, so, spirits are. Yeah, you got, that's why spirits are <laughs> in the bar. Hey. <laughs> but, um, no, well, um, fantastic. I mean, before before I uh, close up, I, I wanted to ask you if, if there's anywhere you've been where you, you get the impression where, and this is a bit controversial, but you get mm. the impression where the, the place is telling people it's haunted to get, people into the place. Do you know what I mean? Rather than actually being haunted. Do you think there is any places like that that you've been to? I know for a fact there are places like that. I know for a fact because, uh, and I'm not going to name the places, but um, certainly in one of the episodes on MH, when I was on there, um, I was doing a bit of research and I was being told one thing. One of the other members was doing research and being told a totally different thing. Mm. And it just wasn't matching. It wasn't, you know, corroborating. Yeah. And then after we'd finished, some couple of two, two or three weeks later, in fact, it might be a lot longer than that actually, um, I went onto the website of the venue where we'd, we'd investigated and there was somebody there basically saying, yeah, the, the MH team have been in and, uh, this is what happened and we, we made all these ghosts up just to get some publicity basically. Yeah. yeah. And that's on the actual website. This guy was saying, yeah, we made it all up, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I there was, that, yeah. There was another venue in Nottingham, and I'm not going to say which one it is, but I know for a fact uh, that there was nothing going on because and what ruined it for me was we were down in the, uh, in, in the dark in the cellar area. Whoa. So, so, it's just, Can you hear the ghostly voice? Yeah, it's that one. It's that one. Yeah. <laughs> Two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, he's just going to go uh, Yeah. Off you go, Lee. <laughs> yeah, cat, sorry, Phil. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> and um, and we were down in the cellar, and this uh, the the woman there was like, "Oh yeah, this guy's haunted this uh, this place and the other, and and he's actually here now." And and next minute, something threw across the, the cellar. It's like, "Oh yeah, that's just this spirit, this ghost um, who threw it. Uh, that's who threw this this coin." Yeah. Whatever. So I went, "Right, is he here now?" 
and, the, and she was like, yeah, yeah, he's here, he's here. I says, right, will he throw something back? She says, yeah, yeah. So um, I got this five pence coin, and she didn't know what it was in my hand. I says, right, throw this back. So I threw it, and uh, threw it to where she said this spirit was, and nothing came back. Um, so I was like, right, okay, that made you feel a bit awkward, didn't it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then you found out that there was actually, the, you know, she was throwing stuff anyway because people could see her throwing it. So, do you think these? Uh, do you think that people love it then? You know, I mean, it's like a showing. You get some people who know it's not; it's a pile of crap. It's, it's, <laughs> but the people still watch it and they're so intrigued. You know, but yeah. they know it's not That's real. Me. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I still watch you know, it. I can't watch that. I can't watch anything. You know, no, it's not so much these days, really. But I don't watch any of the programs. You know, these ghost hunting programs. I think they're all crap anyway. So it's <laughs> you know, it's a media show. It's a media circus. Isn't yeah, it? it's a circus. yeah. And I suppose they are giving to people. Like I'd say, I'd prefer to go to the live events. Um, go open minded, not expecting anything to happen. Yeah, and yeah. just enjoy the crack, basically. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, yeah, it's think, things have things have um, my my kind of mindset certainly changed about a lot of things. So yeah, there you have it. Well, um, thank you very much for yep. uh, joining us. Thank no you, worries. Phil. Interesting to get your insights in all. Definitely, yeah. But I've, I've been rant on too long. <laughs> hey, 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 Phil, it's been a pleasure, mate. It's really been a pleasure because I've enjoyed you know, it. Thank you. And what was yeah. that uh, fair show you did where he was on the bus with them three girls? Oh, Scream Team, that was. Yeah, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? <laughs> Have you not seen it? No. no. Oh, it's great. There's three guys and three girls there. It was fantastic. I'm sorry, uh, in a big American Airstream bus. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they, only, they only did one series and uh, and then dropped it, which was a shame because it was a really good format. Yeah. And we had a great time on it, yeah. Well, did you know where you was going when you was going to these places or...? Oh uh, no, we kind of it was a, a kind of a magical mystery tour, if you like. Um, yeah. We did one investigation, and then we'd head off to our overnight accommodation, or we'd tent out for the night, and then the next morning we'd get an envelope uh, addressed to one of us, who would have to open it and then actually read out where we were going for that that next investigation. So it was really good. Yeah, cool. I mean, that's the best way, isn't it? Because you got no time to yeah. Particularly if you're a medium, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, there was no mediums on there anyway. So, (laughs) but it was all good fun, though. It was all good fun. I've got all the blue envelopes that we opened. Still, still, yeah. And that was 2002, so uh, 15 years old. The (laughs) honour. I'll stick them on eBay. (laughs) Yeah, you might get a couple of quid for them. (laughs) them Well, I don't think I get that much, but there you go. Get more than that, Phil. Definitely get more than that, mate. So, uh, yeah, sign them, and you, you, yeah, yeah, sign them. Yeah, (laughs) no, they're they're, they're memories, so I'm going to keep all those things. Yeah, have you got uh, any events coming up that you want to tell anybody about? We've, uh, as I say, we cut right back this year. Um, next year we might do two or three, perhaps. Um, but the only one this year we have is at the Galleries of Justice in Nottingham, mm. which is on the 14th of October, which is a Saturday, uh, and there are places left. Yeah, well, me, Lee, you interested? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. So yeah, anybody else, the... anybody else interested? Get along to www.theghosthuntingco.co.uk. This is a slight plug. <laughs> Well, I'll put that in the show notes yeah. anyway. So. Right. Well, uh, thank you very much. Thanks, again. Phil. Really yeah. appreciate it, mate. Been fantastic. Good work. Thanks a lot. Okay, cheers, cheers Phil. Cheers, Bye